four. Bruce Cahoon, third place at the time is number eight, Brad James. Fourth place is number four. Welcome to the Oso Moto Show, a moto podcast for fans, made by fans. Talking moto rumors and results. All right, welcome to the Oso Moto Show. I'm your host, Austin James, and as always, we're here to break down what we saw this past weekend at Hangtown, the last round of the Pro Motocross Series. And it puts a, a stamp on the 2021 motocross season in general. Um, it's been great. We're going to wrap up this weekend and uh, here to break it all down. We got three amigos with me today Ethan James. Are you sore? I'm not sore when your glutes are just solid, believe it or not. That's good. Uh, we'll we'll mention why in just a second, why I asked that question. Brad, uh, everyone's favorite uncle, America's hey. favorite uncle, according to Anthony. What's up? Yeah, everybody's favorite but his is what yeah. I remember. Yeah, and even if you were his uncle, he, you would not be his favorite. Is that what he said? Yeah, saying? pretty much. I pretty think much, that's right? something like that. So Because we hate each other. There was some hate. But no, I feel pretty good. I'm a little sore to go on your question, but then I'm old. So, but yeah, doing good, sir. Doing good. Yeah, good. That's to be expected. Uh, AA, what do we have for lunch today, man? You know any fat people? Oh, we we didn't have lunch today. Uh, we have oh, late nice. breakfast. Yeah, so my 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 mornings take off early, and then I I pick up tacos after I'm done yelling at the old people um, at the assisted living home. So that's like my breakfast and lunch. And what like, did you yell at the old people about this morning? I'm old guys. Remember that? Um, nothing. I actually, I actually told somebody else to yell at them. Uh, so once a month, somebody else from our church will preach, and uh, it's the second Sunday of the month, and so I got to sit there and just listen to a message. So, what about last was week? It, what was the title of that one? Uh, la- last week was lame. Lame. Lame people. I was telling people, telling to them about lame people. Yeah, <laughs> he's filthy. Well, I'll tell any you Turner something burn, else. Any Turner burns being screamed at any of these? No, I'm not uh, bringing down. You the make them, You just make them feel good. Yeah, it's all about all right. the the wealth and comfort food, the wealth and wealth gospel. That'd be awesome. I'm just kidding. Nice. Hey, you've been, uh, mi- hey, you've been missing out on uh, tacos. Ryan has stepped up the taco game, and it's kind of nice. Like, he brings, like, tacos, but they're, like, legit beef fajita, guacamole. Yeah, he goes all out, man. Uh-oh. Is this, like, every Sunday all these, these tacos? And all, these, all these kids don't like all that stuff, so they don't know what to do with it, so it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> the last two out of three he has, so, yeah. I think he feels guilty because he might be moving. I really do think that's part of it. Oh, where's the place, man? Where's he going? It's called Tacos and Salsa. There's a couple of them in town. I've heard it's really good. I've never been, but he, it's it's pretty yeah. it's pretty legit. You've had it, Ethan? I tried the enchiladas. They were pretty average, but I bet the tacos are good. Well, my judge is on a breakfast taco. You get beef. It's kind of sketchy. Like fajita taco, it's a lot of times it can be kind of sketchy because they use. They might not use the best quality, only a little fatty, you know what I mean? But this yeah. mm-hmm. this stuff is good. Like tender, tearing at it with your teeth, you know what I mean? It's really good. So I was impressed both times. So Did y'all ever get in the taco garage before it closed? I, I mean, we went there a few times. Ethan went a, more than me, I guess. He made the drive to go there, so they must have liked it. I think we went two or three times. Yeah. It was good. I mean, we went, we went a couple of times like after church, but I never – you know, made the trick other than that. It was good. We made Tim sick there once, so it was pretty sweet. <laughs> I don't Austin know Tim, but it, right? that sounds rough. I uh, We took him, uh, oh, just real quick, we took him there after church Sunday one time, and he's not a big fan of, like, beans. I don't know what, I don't even know what he ate, but it just so happened the next Monday was a golf day for some guys at church, and he went with us, and he'll never listen to this, but a few holes in, he had to, Take a break and hit the bathroom for a few holes. <laughs> Big uh, stinky. It was pretty one, way to, one way to score low on a yeah, round was, of golf. Uh, was it like coming out both ends, you know, tragic? tragic? No, just one end. Ooh. Mm. One, one end. So. Speaking of tragic. Um, one end. 
We had a very unpleasant teal hunt yesterday morning at Choke Canyon in South Texas. Anthony uh, missed out on a lot of fun. Um, we woke up at 3 a.m., drove two hours south to a lake, met Brad there. He drove in from San Antonio, packed up, headed down a trail, was feeling really good about it. And um, Ethan, why don't you go ahead and walk us through uh, the journey to get to our disastrous hunting spot? I think we left the cars around 540. We The first thousand yards was really nice. I don't know how long it was. <laughs> we walked down a, a road and it was all mapped out and uh, we thought we had a very short journey through the brush to get to the water but I think we, it might have been shorter if we had taken the right uh, angle towards the water but we kind of got lost in the dark because it was hard, you know, couldn't see anything so you didn't really know which way you were supposed to go and just very thick brush, nothing thorny really, but like you have to knock this stuff down. You can't walk through it. You have to st- stand on it and <laughs> knock it down. Austin got hit in the face a few times. Apparently, he was walking too close. And uh, I did. Yeah, the wa- I mean, Brad, you can. Yeah, continue. don't go left. I guess I had an issue with. <laughs> Oopsies. Going left. I kept going left and left, and Austin's like, "Where are you going?" I was like. I don't know. It's the path of least resistance, but I kept getting us off path too. So it was rough. I think if we would have hit the water and it would have been the real water edge, we would have been, you know, it wouldn't have been so horrible, but to be stuck where we ended up being, it was, it was rough. It was a rough day. Yeah. It was about half an hour of blasting through brush. And I mean, we're talking every step you're stepping through a wall and I shined my flashlight on some epic spider webs as well. Uh, Brad walked right under one that was, I don't know, it was probably 12 to 15 feet wide uh, from tree to tree, and he he barely missed it, man. His head was just below it. Nobody thought to bring their mother's lucky machete? (laughs) (laughs) Um, This isn't machete material. This is like... This is hardwood. I mean, not hardwood. It's wood. Br- it's it's thick enough where I don't think a machete is going to chop it. Yeah. But it's brittle enough where you can crush it down. It's weird. Well, and you also it's have real, it's things in both hands too. You you don't have room for machete. That's where you would have come in, sir. You know that what? needs to be his nickname if he ever goes hunting with us. We'll just call him the, the machete. Machete, get ahead. Um, what I ended up doing yesterday, I had to go to my son's like group first group practice or something um i'm gonna be his head coach played one year of little league and now i'm gonna be the head coach of a t-ball team so pressure's on um do you know anything about t-ball yeah i know that uh there's not really any rules that's all i know nice (laughs) is it today's america and no scores taken oh i'm keeping score uh they just said don't broadcast it you know, you don't want to make it go bad. Yes, you do. <laughs> That's what's wrong with America. Come on. Yeah, we don't make people feel bad anymore. That's what's wrong with our nation. It is. If the kids, okay, you're playing a team, the kid stinks. He never gets told he stinks. How's he ever going to try to better himself or realize, okay, I shouldn't do this. Let me do something else so that I don't stink at. Yeah. It's, it's not right. No. Okay, Brad, think of it not like this. right. Nope. Think, right. think it's like this, okay? Explain You're going, it away, millennial. Explain it away, you millennial. Go. Sacre bleu. Okay. You're you're That's walking it. into a scenario where there's a bunch of dads who are trying to be get involved in their young kids' lives. These kids aren't really old enough to be trained in anything useful, you know, because they're three and four years old. And, and it's too early to play people. That's when you start T-ball. That's when they learn, you know, where they stand at and where, you know, where they stand at to the ball and how to run the bases. You know, they're just learning the very basics. So it, at T-ball, it's too young to, I honestly believe it's too young to like take, take score because they're, you know, the kids are just there to, to mostly it's the parents that are there to have a fun time and laugh at their kids as they, you know, swinging at balls that aren't moving, that are on a tee. Um, and they're just learning about the sport at this point. They're, nobody's going to be 
I don't think anybody's going to be so bad and nobody's going to be really good. You know, they're all three and four years old. There, you just explained what's wrong with our society. Good job. Okay. Well, if I'll we tell you what's wrong with our Texas Parks and Wildlife System. Oh, here we go. I don't understand where our money goes into. I mean, we're paying to hunt these these public, you know, hunting spots, right? And we can't even get a trail going. We can't even upkeep anything. So they just leave it to you and expect you to go have success. There's no postings about the water levels, no tips, no information. You know who, you know who it goes kind. to? Yeah, I know who it goes to. Go ahead, he goes to Officer Jerk. Jerk. There you go. Are we going to throw him games. on the island this week? Let's go ahead. Let's just, let's just, the whole island throws, segment this week is. Because of the game wardens you're running from. Officer Jerk. We're just going to throw Officer Jerk on the oh, Umbrella Island. I'm going to do a little 30 second island right now. Officer Jerk, you're on the island. Um, Anthony doesn't know Officer Jerk, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. Uh, you should be thankful, Anthony. He's the worst. And he's what's wrong with the Texas Parks and Wildlife entity there here in the state of Texas. You know, we got this awesome state. We have all this uh, privately owned land. Only 3% of the state is public land. 1.5% of that 3% is accessible to the public. So that 1.5% of Texas land cannot be upkept with the amount of hunters in this state that support you financially year to year with their licenses and everything else that they donate. And we can't even get a trail. That's right blazed we have to blaze that's it. right and we're out there in the dark blazing it getting rashes on our hands and who knows what else down in our pants <laughs> Ooh. yeah who knows man we don't know we don't know what's down in there crawling around and oh my i'm well, i'm curious if officer jerks issues stem from another dad not even his dad yelling at him, telling him that he stinks at T-ball at three years old. Mm. No, I know his Probably dad. Probably not. Probably not. But his I dad like you did not. This. Here we go. His dad did not yell at him, so he thought, "Oh, life is easy. Let me just not care, not try." And that's what his—he's that right now. He doesn't care, doesn't try. Yeah. Because he's like, "Oh, my whole life I was taught I'm a winner, so I'm winning at my job sitting at this desk." I think he was, you think he was on probation for, like, he couldn't do the cool stuff, like drive his little truck. He was stuck there because he'd done something wrong, because that's like the punishment place. He looked like the kind of guy that would have been in trouble for doing something wrong. I might have thought that, but the fact that he was there when we went, you know, the rain day, and when y'all went back, like, a couple months later, he was there again. Maybe that's not the case, so, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How old is Officer Jerk-ish? How many, you know, what, how many years? 30. 30s. Late 30s. Yeah. We 30s. saw his son. His son was a teenager. I don't Anthony, know, man. guess what? I played baseball. I stunk at it. Like after two years, I don't. I didn't play baseball anymore because I didn't. I just stunk at it. So and I lost games. I struck out. It was bad. So. So Brad I learned a lesson. Are you saying yes. I shouldn't be a duck hunter anymore? Because I stink at really, it. <laughs> it's getting really close. I mean, I'm big stinky at it right now. Um, big stinky uh, getting close to that level you know and then I'm seeing all these posts on Instagram of teal by the gobs don't, don't want to talk being, about it just being blasted everyone's having a great time you know Move holding on. up their kills the frustration. yeah and Brad's over there with water in his boots just just the worst this is a motopod what are we on the motopod short, right, so, short motopod so that's what we did on the uh, final round of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship. There's a lot of action yesterday, guys. There was a lot going on. Uh, a lot of crashes, a lot of nerves, a lot of dust being kicked up out there in California. Uh, and some dreams were made, some dreams were shattered. Um, let's just jump right in real quick, touch on the 450 class. There's a couple storylines we want to discuss. Anthony, I'm just going to ask you right now, you know, Ferrandis, uh, what did he show you coming back to get that overall? Uh, after his issues in Moto2 with nothing on the line. There was nothing he needed to prove or do. I think that's his habit now. He's made it into a habit. He's putting in, at, I think he's still putting the time. You know, last week I was listening to our, our pod we were expecting Tomac to go in and win it in the 450s. But, um, I, you know, I just think it's Ferrandis' habit to just go in and 
give it a hundred percent and, you know, all throughout the week. So that, and then he just carried that over. So heck of a, heck of a ride, man. That was amazing. The way he just came back. It it was kind of scary. And when they were showing the replays of the first lap, I thought there was somebody stuck underneath his bike. Um, after the first turn. Yeah. Wasn't it Roxon? No. I don't think Roxon went was. down. No, Roxon didn't go down. His leg like got stuck on oh. somebody. Fernandez's ride just showed he really was legit this year. Uh, that just proved his attitude, determination, everything that we've seen, just put a stamp on that. So congratulations to him on an awesome season. Um, and, hey, hey, um, what's up? I'm going to pull you. Ready? It was awesome. It was very impressive. He didn't have to do that, but he wouldn't have done that five races ago because he didn't have to pass anybody to get to third place. That's very <laughs> if true. If you think about it, he didn't have to pass anybody, but he, I, I don't want to take away from his, I, as I say that, I am taking away from it, but um, yeah, look at Anthony, all mad. I'm taking some. Well, he did pass his, his teammate. Man. Craig uh, got the whole shot. Yeah, but he's nobody. Got out front early. So he had a lot of... Craig is nobody? He's Craig, not a top Craig guy. went 4-5 last week, Brad. Web beating. Web beating. He can't be anybody if web beating, according to you. Okay, that's not true. We're not going to get into he's, that right now. Uh, yeah. Br- Brad, I do want to ask you... <laughs> Brad, I do want to ask you about Eli Tomac. You know, last race on the Kawasaki, uh, probably the last time we'll ever see him on a green bike. How do you feel about, uh, you know, this final season for him on green? And just how do you sum up his uh, career riding a Kawasaki in general? It's a very impressive. They were talking about, you know, they put up the number several times. He's probably... He has a lot of championships, but he probably ha- should have more considering how many wins he's had, especially in the Supercross side. Um, could there have been any regret that he's making that move after figuring it out the last three races? You know, is he like, what did I do? <laughs> I right. don't know. You know, there might be big money difference, which we'll, I don't know if we'll ever know. But if it's just the money, you know, even money, could he be thinking, why did I do this? You know? Yeah. Because this was decided way back when he was having issues and that type of thing. But. Who knows? It's, uh, you know, changes, you know, might do him good, and he wanted to change up. So I think I'll continue my fandom of him, of moving over to Yamaha. So that'll continue. Um, yeah, but I'm glad he, glad he put in a good ride. I'm How many seasons he has he? Well, I'm sorry. I'm surprised he didn't move up. You know, he went, he was, he was moving in the first race. He went down on that turn. It didn't look too serious, and he looked like he lost wind. I'm kind of surprised he didn't. Move up a couple of spots yeah. on that first race more than he did. Maybe he just lost it. So who knows? How many years has he been riding for Cowie? For Cowie. What'd you say, Ethan? I think it's four. Six years. Yeah, I think it's more like six. Six years? Six? Wow, that's fast. 15 was his first year. So in six years, he won three wow. outdoor titles and a Supercross title. I think he got second three years in a row in Supercross. Um, do you call that a success? Oh, yeah. Cool. Awesome. I do. It'd be interesting to see how he does next year with uh, Ferrandis as his teammate, right? And uh, I guess Craig again. There's Craig. No, Craig's doing 250. He's doing 450 outdoor, right? Outdoor. I believe okay. so, yeah. Um, all right. So Cooper Webb, Ethan. How was his summer in your mind? I guess his summer was not bad, considering he never got hurt. I think that's the probably the best thing that happened to him was he didn't get hurt, and he can prepare for defending Supercross. Um, I thought he looked a little better yesterday. That track seemed like, I don't know, it seemed tighter to me for some reason. Did it seem tight to you all? Yeah. And Especially in the turns. He was better. <laughs> yeah, there but you go. It, it favored his style a little. But I'm sure he's disappointed. But um, if you asked him, I'm sure he would say he cares about both titles the same. But I would imagine he values Supercross more 
that's just my opinion. But yeah, yeah, he didn't get hurt, so good for him, and he can he can get ready for next year. Awesome, uh, Christian Craig, fourth place overall. No name, no one cares about, according to Brad. Um, only Webb, Tomac, and Francis beat him, but he's a no name. Uh, Hart Raff got fifth place, best ride of Wait. his 450 career. Good job. Wait. Handcraft, as Handcraft. Anthony likes to say. Handcraft had a really great ride. I was afraid of picking him uh, for fantasy, but I'm really proud for that guy, especially because... If I ever do meet Handcraft like in, in Dallas, I'm definitely going to call him that, and he's going to be like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> I dare you to do that, man. Handcraft! Handcraft! Um, Brad, did you have a comment on Craig? No name Craig? Well, I don't want to... My headphones went out. I don't know what happened. Um, do you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. No, I just... I don't want to say he was no name. I was just being kind of jerky on that. Um, well, I don't want to take expected. it that far. But who did he beat to get fourth place? <laughs> I'm I'm taking your your web argument against Craig like you're taking against Web. It's no, kind of a I agree. Move, so. I agree. Maybe Hart Raff. Uh, no, Hart Raff got the best of his teammate there, Anstey. Uh, Ryan Surratt, seventh overall. Bogle must be still having some issues there, getting that eighth place. Uh, yeah, Hencraft. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Um, let's talk about Roxon for a second. You know, this is really sad to get hurt um, the last moto of the year like this, right? 24th moto of the year, he gets gets injured. Have y'all heard anything on him? Uh, no? no, but that was pretty sad because listening to his interview after the first moto, um, you know, he said, I'm just focused on securing second in the championship. Yeah. And then <laughs> that didn't happen. So, he, yeah, I don't know how he's not just defeated. Um, oh, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's to lose second like that is, that is the worst. They did say on the broadcast it wasn't broken. I don't know if y'all heard that. So that's good news, I guess. Oh, that is good news. Yeah. That is good news for our American hero. Or yeah. German American hero. Yeah, that hurt. I didn't. I, that was sad. Speaking of uh, Webb, and you're talking about it, was it a successful season? Webb didn't throw up in his helmet. Didn't you know crush his leg there at the last race? So he's definitely on the upside compared to Roxon right now. All right, I like that analysis. Heading into Supercross, no puke and no messed up leg. So got to be feeling good if you're cute. If you're Pooper Webb, as far as Ethan calls him. Um, Robbie Wageman, Brad, uh, did good for you in fantasy. We'll get into that here a little bit later, but 10th place for Wageman. Yeah, I was. he was surprising. So, uh, Cody Shock also got injured in, in Moto2, hurt his arm, they were saying on the broadcast. So not sure what's going on with him, but he's got all offseason hill up there. Uh, Norin, I think Anthony had Norin in fantasy. We'll get into that a little bit later. He got hurt in Moto2 as well. Uh, anyone else you want to mention in the 450 class? Now, you say he got hurt, or he he just didn't do anything after he got taken out in the first turn? Well, to be honest with you, I don't know, because they showed Ferrandis for about the last 20 minutes of Moto2, and there's no timing and scoring or positioning or anything, so I have no idea what happened to Norn. I have no idea what happened to the other 38 riders out there besides, you know, Ferrandis and Tomac in Moto2. So, well, Noren uh, didn't quit, but he didn't do much after he started back. So I don't know what that means, but I get you. Well, I'm just saying I don't know only if he was out if or if he was still out there. I I don't know if he was even racing. Only still. If, if we had information. Yeah, I want to give a quick shout out to Kevin Morantz, 14th overall. Uh, he was riding Joey Savacci's bike uh, with Rocky Mountain KTV, KTV, KTM. Um, wow, interesting. Yeah, 14th overall. It got me get some good fantasy points on the day. All right, let's quickly uh, talk about 250s. And Anthony, I'll give you the floor here on Jet and his roller coaster of a day. Uh, what was going on with him, man? We are the champions, my friends. I guess and it doesn't matter. We'll keep on riding till the end. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Is that Tasha? Yeah, she came, she came in. <laughs> Fill the gap, Tasha. Uh, 
dude, what a, he did just enough to hold on. Uh, and he fell just enough to make Brad really queasy about losing that Whataburger. Um, but <laughs> he got it, man. He got Six it. points, man. He was cutting it close. He was making it interesting. There wasn't much, much to think about at Hangtown, but he sure uh, gave us some drama. He was looking like RJ out there, man. Just keeping, couldn't keep it on two wheels. That's a very good point. Well, congratulations to Jet Lawrence. Uh, his first championship of any kind gets it done. His second year uh, racing professionally from Australia had a lot of issues. He held it together. Um, congratulations to him and the team. You know, Hunter's probably feeling a little bit left out after uh, you imagine the the celebration over there he was he was supposed to be the one yeah you know i'm sure he's excited for his brother but now he's like also like man i stunk <laughs> it's gotta be interesting dynamic for sure i wonder how many uh donuts he ate to celebrate this so who ended up getting third place there did hunter secure third or did rj sneak in yeah first? hunter did he had to beat he had to beat rj or hunter rj had to beat hunter by Quite a few points, and he didn't do that. As, this is as, pretty crazy. Uh, as RJ fell down again. Did y'all see that? Yeah. yeah. Hunter was not the third best guy no. in the series this summer by any means, but, but he was consistent. Yeah. He stayed. He was in every race, I guess. So let's talk about Justin Cooper here for just a moment. He uh, was back. He did really well, went 1-1 on the day. Uh must be feeling better after his broken thumb, which we finally found out about. Thank you, Jeff Emming. Um, makes you kind of wonder, you know, if he didn't have that last lap crash trying to track down Martin at Washougal, what it would have been like. Because, you know, Jet has been on a run last three or four rounds. Uh, but I feel like Kingtown was very reminiscent of what we saw midsummer, where he was getting five to seventh place every moto. By far, probably the fastest rider, but just had so many issues. Um so it just seems like, you know, Cooper really took him out, took himself out there at Washougal of winning this and losing by only six points. He's going to remember that the rest of his life, right, Heath? Yeah. Um, he finally went 1-1, right? Yeah. He finally pulled off his 1-1. He so got his 1-1. He has that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he got the Supercross title this year, so that's great for him. I guess next year he'll be back and he can give it another shot. Um He's like the most boring guy out there for me. So yeah, it's really hard to talk about him. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Well, he lost me a water burger bet, Brad. So congratulations. Uh, if you want to get a shake, you know, that's your prerogative. So eh, I need to cut back. Um, is it, did I see it right? That that's his second overall win of the whole year. Right. Did I uh, see that right? I'm not sure. Um, on that i think i saw that he only had one overall and of course he won that one so hmm. it's crazy hey. that's the case that I'm is going out numbers okay think of this do it like this the first six or seven motos there was one different person winning each one so that's his first one then jmart won like two or three in a row three. and yeah. then jet won like the next two yeah, so, yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. I guess that's yeah. that's it, man. Two overalls out of twelve rounds for Justin Cooper. That that is an interesting take on it. Uh, speaking of number two, there, Joe Shimoda, second overall on the day. Uh, kind of a quiet second place overall. Well, yeah, because there was no live timing to let us know he was there, and the camera wasn't on him, so we had no clue. Did they show him once at all? The whole day? I mean, I don't remember. Not uh, him. that second moto. They showed the two PC guys like kind of together how close they were in that, but not like full screen. Showed him for a few seconds. No, they did not because they were too RJ, busy keep, uh, keep an eye on Jet to see if he's going to fall again. Right. RJ finishes the year third overall on the podium. So congratulations, to RJ, battling some illness uh, like most riders right now. Um, Good job there. He really uh, he gave us some spectacular motos this year, um, on and off the ground. Uh, Hampshire was fun to watch. Uh, Maxi rises track all the time. Volan got fourth place overall. Uh, of course, Jet clinch, clinching 
the title, fifth place, and uh, still beating his, his brother, still beating Hunter on the day, uh, with Hunter getting sixth place there. Austin Fortner, tough day, man. Had that mechanical in Moto 1, or was that Moto 2? I think it was Moto 1. Motor one, it hurt. Yeah. I cut deep. Gear looked good, though. No. Yeah. That's what Gear they do. looked great. Any other questions or comments on the 250 class? You know, it was... Uh, PC yeah. does good on the gear. That's about all they do good on. Because <laughs> last year you said they had nothing... Last week you said they had nothing to do with that, so... I just had to make okay. that statement. I was going to say, at the end of Moto 2, Jarrett Fry in contact a little bit with Jet at, at the end of the race. Yeah. If he wanted to keep his factory ride, he should have put Jet on the ground. <laughs> Man, that's true. He, he had Cooper an opportunity. <laughs> that would have won Coop the title, and that's very true. Yeah. He, and it's like he didn't even try to make, I mean, you don't do it, obviously, but didn't even try to do anything. You know, it was strange. It seems like they would have done a little. He'll be riding hey. for RX Suzuki next year. Little who, team tactics. Who was uh, who was it that Jet was like hand signaling as he was passing both motos? Yeah, Schwartz. What was that all about? Yeah. Like, like peace right, out. Just, I owe you twenty bucks. I'll give you the other twenty later. No, it's like flashing gang signs at him. Yeah, something was going on there with Schwartzy. I don't know. That was interesting. I did see that. I would have just ghost riding my bike into him in the corner for doing that two times in a row. <laughs> You're, you, that's your guy, Anthony. That's your guy. You're making something out of nothing, Brad, as usual. I didn't bring it up. Austin did. This, yeah, you think he it's was, cool? You think it's good that he did that? That he like, like passed you up and like see you later, jerk. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's a jerk move. Yeah, if it's yeah, a jerk if, move. if it's. If, it, if that's it's, the intent behind it, then yes. It's either they're really good buddies and he's like doing that for fun or it's, it's a jerk move. There's no other reason behind it. To it do it twice? A jerk move or it was a conspiracy that Schwartz was a part of to get Jet the uh, overall. He let it, like he paid him to let him buy that easily? Something like that. So why make it obvious and wave and say, hey, buddy, the check's in the mail to you? Because Jet's 18 years old and he forgets to be incognito. I don't know. Oh, it's the American youth excuse again. Yeah. (laughs) He's four years old. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't know how to play the game. He's four. He doesn't know he should try not to lose. He doesn't know he should not try to lose. Okay. Hey, how about Jerry Robbins, 16th in Moto 1? Anthony had to be uh, feeling on top of the world with that pick and then, uh, you know, follows it up with a 38th in Moto 2. That's... (laughs) That's Jerry in true Jerry fashion, man. Ending the year strong. Jerry, Jerry. He sure yeah, did. I, yeah, I was uh, during Moto2. I was like, is he on the island? Yeah, he's on the island. I should have known better. He was on the island. <laughs> well, hey, let's uh, just segue right in off of that to our fantasy picks. Um, you know, somebody somebody claimed victory in Pulp MX. Uh, congratulations to that individual. Um you know, just making solid picks all year and uh, being smart, doing what you need to do to get the win. Uh, congratulations to me. So, hey, how much money Very. did I win off of this? Very nice. Um, I don't even know. You know? How, how rich am I right now? Are you getting Fat Boy to give you any money, given his part? If that's, I am that not going to ever ask Fat Boy for money again. <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever asked him for money, but I'm not bringing anything up money-related for a long time. You just wait for him just to give it to you. I like that. Um, Where's my paper at? I think you get like 50 bucks. No. Well, let's let's do this um, pre-Osomoto League payout because that's a different story for me. But let's talk Pulp MX for a second. I had the worst weekend out of all four of us. Uh, I did beat Fatboy65, so I'll take that victory. Um, but I got fourth place and I just went the consistent route. Didn't pick anybody too frisky. Um, you know, went the, uh, the safe route there and it paid off. Um, Ethan had an incredible weekend. Uh, best weekend of the summer for you, right? 
I believe so. It was right up there with last weekend. Uh, Rick Elzinga, 100 points. And, yeah, I had a, had a great weekend. I forgot what my overall was for, for yesterday. but You had five. My goal was to try to catch... And my goal was to try to catch Anthony, and I, I just like couldn't believe it when I was three points short of that. Um, well, what's what's incredible about this is, um, Anthony had a pretty good day as well in pulpit Hangtown, and I believe that strong ride from Jerry in Moto One is what gave Anthony the victory. Justin, uh, we're calling him just enough, Jerry. Just enough, Jerry. Hey. I, I'll just say I, I finished like fourth. I finished fourth between the four of us, and I was still 560th overall for the whole league. So that just goes to show we're all pretty good at fancy. Hey, Anthony. I agree. Yeah. Who is Cop? Uh, he is. I've I've seen him qualify, and I needed to. I needed to basically do a hail mary. It was Aaron Rodgers at the at the thirty five yard line of his own thirty five yard line. He ended up launch it sixty five, seventy yards into the end zone. Um, and so I went with everybody that was like a handicap of fifteen that qualified at about fifteenth to twentieth. And he was a part of that crew. So worked that out. Was, I saw that and I'm like, What you, who is this? I was really worried. I was like Brendan Tribble. No, she's. I can't. I'm in trouble. I lost our scores. <laughs> did, did she find out about Anthony? No, I'm frantically <laughs> looking for our my score sheet. But no, when when Anthony picked because I was like I I kind of chose to play it safe because I didn't think I could catch Austin with a big enough lead he had. So I kind of played it safe, but I was worried about Anthony coming up, and he saw that pick, and I'm like, who in the world is that? And then there it is, the first moto, 50 points. I'm like, oh, great. It's going to happen. <laughs> He's going to pass me up. I was really worried about that. So, and then Fortner, you know, DNFs that first moto. I'm just like, oh, not again. Because I've kind of stuck it up the last three weeks in fantasy. Big um, stinky. Yeah. No, it was, it was a great day. Great day all around. That was not a great day. I mean, the till hunting was the worst, but it was a great day. <laughs> Um, so again, I'll ask again, like what, what do I win? I forgot. Uh, pulp payout. We had 20 bucks each, you know, fat boy bowed out. So we have 80 bucks to spare. So Austin, you have won $50 for winning pulp fantasy. Good job, sir. Now, wait, did you, thank you. Did you just say, was that with or without fat boys payment? Without. Oh, wow. Without. You would have, Yeah. Um, I'm second place, so I've got $20, so I'm pretty much going to get my money back. Anthony wins $10, and Ethan's got nada. So, in short, uh, Ethan owes you $20, and Anthony owes you $10. Okay. To, for the, to make fantasy clear. So, does that make sense? Yeah. Now, on the Oso Moto, we know, okay, we're going to start 250s. We know Anthony won. He had an awesome year. He killed us in points. He got first place with an overall with 1,201 points. First place. And let's just take a second to recognize Anthony's newbiness and the fact that he picked Joe Shimoda, his first pick overall. His first pick. And he destroyed us. It wasn't even close. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. Close. This is really, really crazy. Joe, sorry, the last last three motos, Joe Shimoda was a podium guy. So yeah, well, you're the only guy that doesn't have any racers replaced. Well, that's why and, right there. <laughs> and when we started this thing, he picked Hampshire. Did we not all say, "Oh, well, that's the first one to go"? Probably. Yeah. No, it was awesome. Good job. Great job. Um. Second place was really cool. We know Ethan was not going to do well. He had a very low score of 571. He had a bad luck, bad run of luck. He had a really low score. So Ethan did get fourth in 250s. Second place came down to 
pretty very close, very tight race. Last week, I was in second place with a six. I had sixteen point lead. E, Austin was in third, and second place with eight fourteen goes to Brad James. Oh, you set me up for that. That was good. Austin. Well really pushed it through and came really close with 813 so one point difference for second place and i recounted wow. i re i redid the the numbers for the last couple of rounds just to make sure i didn't mess up somewhere so wow. so congrats on coming back um but yeah one point difference and here the next for 450s the big one um it's been going back and forth all year. Anthony had a big lead forever. I came in. Ethan started picking up. Austin was not doing too well. But so that's said it nicely. Austin got last. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Before what? before you before you say the final, do you want to talk about the last week's scores? Sure. Yes, I will do that. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. Austin, I don't know if you so Sexton and Savachi both were zeros because you didn't have time. You They weren't out long enough to pick up anybody, right? So you would have got more than that, but you only got 28 points because Anstey did what Anstey did, right? Because um, you did yeah. not have Savachi. That was a late late scratch. So you, you were in last anyway, so you were 200 points away from us, so that didn't matter. So Austin got last. Uh, first place for the week, Ethan thinks he didn't do too well, but he got 98 points, and he won the week. Even with Roxon getting a zero in the second race. Yes. Wow. Does Anthony know he's on – is he yelling at his kids or us? Kids? All right. Keep it up. They need that. Uh, I got second with 88 points, and Anthony got third with 78 points. So, with that, with that changing up, the man that led all year – up to the last three weeks and was like super cocky about it drops the third place with 1014 points and the man that was a little more little less cocky but still a little cocky because he passed up that guy thinking he had it in the books got second with 1062 so ethan wins the 450s with 1073 points well done, Ethan. Well, it's all thanks to Webb's resurgence. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, I had I really my only problem was uh, Anderson broke his hand in the first race, and I picked up Craig, and then Craig was out one race, but I, my injuries were not bad at all for that yeah. class, which is why I won. So, <laughs> so if I look at all these you know, as my my note here of all the scratches of who did what and, and what happened here. Uh, the replacement of riders has a big factor on it. Um, yeah, Anthony for Anthony... weeks. For weeks, he had nobody replaced, and then at the end, AC. You know, AC went out at first. He had Wilson. He had you know Bogle, and then he had to replace Plessinger. That hurt. And by that time, there's no high scoring guys. Um, Austin really didn't have very good picks from the first place. <laughs> His Appreciate team it. in the beginning wasn't real strong. So he had to, you know, Zacho being well, Zacho being out hurt you. You know, that it was strong and Zacho could have raced. So that that's what hurt you. And then my guys stayed pretty strong until right at the end. That helped me. But if you look at the 250s, Ethan's is just unbelievable. He had to place every rider twice. So wow. that just shows that uh it was, you know, that shows why he did so poorly on that one. So it's fun times. So on that one, we did the ten dollars for each one. So for the two fifties, Anthony's going to win twenty five dollars. I'm going to win second place, get ten, get my money back, and Austin's getting third. And then on the four fifty, Ethan wins twenty five dollars. I get my ten dollars back, and Anthony plays five bucks. So there's four available. Contest the win. Three different winners, and none of them were me. There's so, three contests, not four. Oh, I'm sorry. Three contests. Four, yeah. Three contests between the four of us. 
there were three winners and I was not one of them. So, but you won oh, Supercross. Yeah, I did win. Oh, you count Supercross in. So there's, we have not paid you for Supercross. Oh, I forgot about that. Which was so, yeah, a public land fee. Anthony, you owe us 20 bucks for Supercross. <laughs> and so, Fat Boy 65. If, that's true. So if you take it that way, there's four series, four series, series, and all four of us won one. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, but I didn't win one, yeah. but I got second in all of them. So is it best to not win and get second? Or in America, I guess that's the way to go these days. I want to be losers. I want to be losers. I got so congratulations. two of the three. Yeah, but you won one. But you're, you're a winner in one of them. All so, right, so how's the how's the payout working for this? Well, well I'll figure that out offline. Yeah, we'll figure that out offline. All right, I just want to recap something really quick. Um Fantasy was fun. Congratulations to our winners, Anthony, Ethan, and me. Um, Brad said he wanted to be losers, so good job. All right, hey, so I just want to I say... I predicted the future. You did. I just want to run down what we said in our preview, our outdoor preview pod of some of the top 450 guys and just notes I had on this, okay? So, Zacho, back injury. Can he bring back the consistency uh, back injury was number one issue there. He didn't make it after one round. For Tomac, we said last season on Cali, where is he on speed and commitment? That was kind of questionable. Uh, the first half of the season, second half, he got his speed and commitment uh, back on track there. Roxon, for our notes there, we have speed outdoors because he has a lot of speed outdoors. Second point, conditioning and health which came into play and the mental state after last few rounds of supercross that was not an issue he came out and dominated those first couple rounds of the outdoors for webb past motocross results he's never done super well outdoors and we also have a note here for a supercross high question mark so that was pretty spot on ac for ac can he keep it on two wheels that that was uh, our biggest uh, point of interest there for him. How's the arm injury was number two. Uh, so that was spot on as well. For Sexton, all we put down was speed, which he showed a lot of speed, but that's all he showed. For Ferrandis, results outdoors on a 250. He was very good outdoors on a 250. That was our first point for him. Can he be consistent? That was number two. He was very consistent. And then third, his podium speeches. In his accent. So uh, we heard a lot of that all summer. Uh, we also had some stuff on Marvin Muskin. He's running out of time. Um, having lots of fun, question mark. Is he still having fun right? racing? I feel like that was pretty good. This is a really good prediction here on Bam Bam. Um, under the radar, question mark. And I feel like he was under the radar and he did really well until he had his head injury. Um, he was consistently a podium guy. It was a lot of fun there. Um, Anderson never has won an overall outdoors. Still true. And then for Plessinger, we had the mullet. And speed and supercross, speed outdoors on a 250. And he showed that as well. So I just wanted to mention that because it seemed like a lot of what we touched on at the beginning of the year came true or was proven true uh, these last few months. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I just I'll add to that. Um, we all made a prediction of winners of the series. None of us got it right. Mm, okay. None well, of us picked. None of us picked a even a single like one a two fifty or four fifty guy right. Yeah. But I just did some numbers. Austin wins. His two guys got a combined sixth place. If you combine. Cooper second place and Webb ended up getting fourth in the series. So that's pretty good. Me and Ethan both had J Mart and Tomac. So that we had combined eighth place with a sixth and a second place. And Anthony's newbieism came through with a combined 20th, but that's not really his fault. Cause AC got hurt. Y'all really, can y'all give me right now? Guess what place AC got after racing? What do you race? Four or five races? Maybe I'm going to say he raced. got 13th. 16th. Anthony? Uh, I'll say he got uh, 11th. He got 15th. Wow. Isn't it crazy that you can do 
score, you know, get that high place would not finish in half the races. So I guess he, who's who's the guys that he beat? Huh? Who did AC beat? I was gonna ask who's some guys that he beat. Uh, I don't like hosting. What kind of hosting is this? He beat D- Dean Wilson that raced a lot. Hmm. Uh, that's the number that spit comes out at first. Uh, yeah, probably. Anderson. Osborne. Well, yeah. Barsha was ninth overall still in points. Yeah. So. What place y'all Good think stuff, Bogle man. got in points this summer? Oh, are you, you already looked? Yeah, I just looked. I want to give him 11th instead. Yeah. No, he got like 18th. 13th place. He beat Cody Shock. How, man? He didn't do anything. I guess he's consider- <laughs> you're there all the races, right? That he really didn't do anything. Didn't <laughs> what? Did you? I mean, it's like, hey, I guess you're consistent and beat every race. Handcraft beat him with 12th. So. Yeah, but he was killing it. Yeah. Oh, and no name Craig, what did he get overall in the 450 Six. class? Sixth place. Yep. Oh, that's right. Nice. No name Craig there. Six over. No name. That was a little brutal, but I don't think I said no name. I just said he's nobody. What's more, <laughs> I think I just threw in no name, but. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, good times, man. It's good been times. a good season, guys. I appreciate y'all making these podcasts happen every week. Uh, there were a couple weeks where we had to force it, and it it could have easily not happened, but we all pushed together, made it work, made it happen. Twelve rounds, twelve podcasts. Uh, we'll maybe do something in the off season, some type of, uh, you know, off season talk. Um, but if not, probably the first podcast we'll release will be our 2022 supercross preview, um, in December. Looking forward to that and, uh, appreciate you guys. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your insight. Are we doing an Island segment this week? I don't think we are. We all know that it's the lifetiming. What, what was that? Hey, so you know how we talked about there's that volcano? Legitimately, yeah. what happened was that volcano was so sick of the media, it like shot them out like a rocket. When it, as, soon as, as soon as they got thrown into the volcano, that volcano like blasted them. It was and it just, just it destroyed all the live timing technology. <laughs> that so was, the one, that was crazy. The one race, I mean, all the races matter, but the one race where it really matters, like what position Jet's in and who he has yeah. to pass and all that is just nothing. It's just unbelievable how bad they could be. I, hey, I got one thing for the best thing I saw, but it was more of hearing it. As I think it was the first moto, you know, Dylan, no, wait a minute, what race? Maybe it was the second. Emig says, you know, Frandis can just do anything on the bike. And I thought, Ethan, he took your line. He took it. Nice. I, I heard that. That was pretty awesome. What about Bolt mentioning the island this week? He did it twice, man. He did it again. Dude, so they're, they're thieves, man. And then for the lit kit, I noticed Roxon's goggles were pretty sweet. That red and white. Oh, I didn't notice them. With the fox? Yeah, that looked good. I watched practice for a little bit, lit kit wise. I thought Bogle looked awesome. It was like orange and a real bright blue fly gear that I hadn't seen before. And he was never shown on the broadcast. Of course. The greatest thing I heard all day, all week was Brad and Ethan and Austin freaking out because Mathis mentioned the media. That's what they do out on the island. So that was pretty cool. We'll say that's a shout out to us. Best thing I saw all day or heard all day was Jet landed over and having issues like four different times throughout the day. Uh, I thought I was going to get that free Whataburger and it turned out to be a tease. But it was still pretty good. It made it entertaining. <laughs> if he would have gone out and gone 1 1, you know, I probably wouldn't have finished the motos, finished watching. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, to end off the uh, the summer and end off the show, just want to go round table here, and just uh, let you make final comments on the show and on the uh, experience this summer. Um, Ethan, I'll start with you, man. Final thoughts. Uh, be ready for the spring of Bam Bam. 
It's like there you're it on the gas gas. He's going to come back with the potent fury. He's karate kicking when he should be whipped. And he's wow. going to win. He's going to win Anaheim because that's what he does. And that won't be his only win. The spring in January. Got it. <laughs> well, he, it, he's, it's going to carry on into uh, okay. March and April. All right. All right. I'd that like wasn't so much that. of a reflection. That was a prediction, but I like it. I like it. Bam Bam. I like Got Bam Bam. Um, Brad, closing thoughts. Um, it was a good good series, good races. Um, I've always watched the outdoors quite a bit. You know, tried to watch all of them and pay attention to them, but our little fantasy stuff made me pay a lot more attention to it, so it was a lot more enjoyable. So um, it was a good year. It was fun. I was Dylan really impressed me. Jet, you know, he did too, but Dylan more so than Jet, you know, but it's, uh, yeah, it was a good year. I had a good time. I'm glad Anthony. Anthony became such a fan, and I am impressed with how well he picked it up and how, you know, obviously how well he did in all our fantasy stuff showed it. So that was, that was pretty neat that he, you know, when he first started watching and paying attention, I was like, is he just doing this because we like it and he's kind of just, you know, wanting to be cool like us? But I think he really <laughs> likes it, and he really got into it. So I'm impressed with that. He did well. Yeah. My wife made a comment that I pick up on stuff that people do because I, I want to be, I want to, I want them to like me. So she's told me like three times in the past, like you're not a hunter, you're not a hunter. I'm like, but because I, I keep talking about going, you know, duck hunting with you guys, or you know, going to to hunt some dove with you guys she's like what you're not a hunter you're not a hunter i'm like what and so then i was like well i'm just because it's a new hobby doesn't mean it's, it's not anyway now i feel like i feel bad for talking bad about her if she can't defend herself um <laughs> <doesn't hear> <laughs> but uh, Fill the gap. it was it was uh it was a fun season i've got to say watch out come supercross i didn't learn this until last week after fantasy scores had been picked you guys had a, you guys amongst yourselves were talking about how people were getting max points. You never, uh, I hadn't, I don't remember you guys explaining to me how they got max points. Like, I remember you told me, yeah, they got to get ten above their their handicap in order to get double points. But you never showed, you know, told me how it goes up every time. So once I learned that, that's when I was like, okay, for the last week, I'm gonna go really low in the in the you know, try to get max points for everybody. And it almost worked. It almost worked. Robin, if Robin would have given me 50, one of those motos, it, you know, it would have been a different story. But so now that I know this knowledge, you guys are in for it next year. I'm really yeah. looking oh, forward to that when the, you're picking high handicaps every week. The difference is they have to qualify for the main race to get points. So that's very that's true. Tough. Yeah. Forgot about that. Never mind. I take back everything. <laughs> Anthony, hey. to be honest with you, it's it still confuses me. I want to be losers. Like, unless I was looking at something, like it still confuses me how what makes this 18th rider get why is he getting 40 points and not, you know, it's still it's it's a it's a confusing. It can be confused. Not it's numbers and stuff. It is not it doesn't confuse me, but it's like I gotta really look at it and go, okay, that's what he's doing. So it's it, yeah. I like birds. Gotcha. Well, Anthony, I will say you are a hunter because for all of human history, pretty much every human was a hunter of some kind and a gatherer mm -hmm. because you had to, to survive. So it's the difference is if you enjoy it or not, because you don't have to do that to survive anymore. So that if you enjoy hunting, then that's like premium hunter, but you are a hunter because you're a human. So that's my argument there. Uh, quick comment from me on the season. Um, really good racing this summer. I thought almost every single weekend there was drop the gate to finish line racing. Uh, very few snoozers. One of the few snoozers we had was last week at Paula with Tomac winning by like 40 seconds or whatever. Uh, very few races where that happened. And I really enjoyed the fantasy aspect, keeping it, you know, keeping it going, keeping it engaged. Um, because it can be tough to watch those second motos at the end of a Saturday afternoon or late that night or on a Sunday afternoon if you're catching up. Um, it's a lot of racing to watch week to week, but it was fun. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed hanging out with y'all uh, through this medium here, doing doing the show. 
and uh, communicating about it during the week. So thank you guys again for your commitment to doing the show um, and bringing your insight on the Osomoto show. I think one thing we should do is give a little backstory to Oso Creek, you know, just the history behind that, the family aspect of that and relate that to the show a little bit more going into next season. Um, but with that, guys, that's all we have today. I'm going to let y'all go, and we'll talk soon. It's been fun. Ripping lips. That sounds like an Anthony move right there. I think he can do anything with the bike. You Thunderbird like him. That was just for funsies. This is going to be another hour and a half podcast. Fantasy! He's filthy. Big um, stinky. He is back. Red Bull KTM. Shimoda's looking good. That's not it, though. Joe like my mama. Yeah. Took him to the woodshed. On Philly. Washugo, Washugo. You're yeah. on the island. Ooh. They have an old fat man class. <laughs> Rip it, ride it, swerve. He's doing numbers and stuff. Tony, Tony, Tony I like birds. Once again, is the winner of the first boat, number 747, Roddy Flanagan, followed by number four, Bruce Cahoon. Third place this time is number eight, Brad James. That's right. Fourth place is number four. That's right. Five ninety. Brad Davidson, Carlin, the slippery turn, spinning out in the effort to catch Michael. Whoops